Hi, Phonetics. Welcome back to part two with John Iardi. <laughs> and uh, John is a executive and creative producer known for films like Follow Me, Safer at Home, and his most recent film, Torn Hearts. And that is from Blum- Blumhouse. So let's welcome John back. Hi, John. Welcome back. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> we were having fun talking about di- our favorite directors and like Francis Ford Coppola and uh, yeah, just um, amazing film, The Godfather. And we were talking about some other films. We were having fun with The Sand a lot and Rob Reinhardt's uh, Stand By Me. And so it seems like you, ha- you grew up in this beautiful community and um the best pizza and what is it hey, what in connecticut what's the that town with the best pizza uh, new haven yeah, new haven connecticut yeah and what's the pizza place might as well plug them because when i go there they're uh, gonna give me free pizza right sally's and, sally's and peppy's pizza it's you can't go wrong i'm telling you either either or although i have to confess i'm a sally's sally's fan through and through oh are uh, they they're not out they're here just east coast right yeah, I think they're they're just East Coast, but I think they're going to be. I think there's a thing that you could you can get them sent to you like oh. over a dry ice. Yeah, there's like a secret number. I don't know if that's changed, but oh, um, I haven't done like this girl. Is, yeah, this girl's from Chicago, and we went to like I got invited to a girls' party. It was a girls' party. Like um, everyone was just, you know, they each had a different art. Like one does like the singing bowls, one does chanting, one does yoga, one one does crystals. And like um, she was ordering pizza on the dry ice from Chicago. And it was for, I think, a, a, yeah, th- for Thanksgiving. And she goes, no, you got to have this pizza. It's the best. You know, I have company in and we can only have the Chicago. But it was the thick, thick, the thick pizza. <laughs> the deep right. dish yeah so people are serious about their food they will ship that food in on the dry ice that's oh, good yeah. to know <laughs> i'll talk pizza i mean we could just have the pizza podcast too. I'll yeah talk to you we'll, about just, it all. we'll just have the food podcast too <laughs> because uh you know because we've all been stuck at home so i mean you know um i have like a if there's a little noise everyone forgive me there's a big old truck outside and i and i'm uh, recording in the front room today instead of the back room so they're <laughs> I might, might might go in the back. Let me see if I can do that. So, um, so you were an act. You you do acting, and then you did casting production on America's yeah, that was Got my Talent. First, yeah, that was my first job in um, like kind of behind the scenes um, in production was was doing casting for for different shows for free now. And then you started a uh, like a writers get together with a director friend. And yeah, so um, that's kind of, that's kind of how we started, um, because you know I'm I'm more of a creative producer, um, and I've, I've, I have these ideas. I, I just love putting people together, uh, writers and directors, and, and kind of you know forming forming these scripts. You know, really kind of building that community. And um, it started with um, my my friend Will, who again we still we still work with. Um, we still work together and we have a couple of films coming out um, later in this year and next year. And yeah, like we, we just started meeting up and, and developing uh, a couple of different projects. Um, and, you know, again, he, I met him on, on the set of a pilot and we did a movie called Escape Room together uh, that we made for not very much in it, but it, it got picked up 
by voltage pictures in Lionsgate. And, uh, he did a great job and we, we had a great cast and, you know, we, we made, we made this movie with what we had and it, it came out great. And it just led into another movie called follow me, um, which I was, you know, I took more uh, of the producing role on that project. Um, and that was even a, you know, a bigger production. And, and again, voltage pictures came on board for that. And that was, um, Follow Me was kind of like uh, the, the movie, The Game, uh, with Michael Douglas. It's kind of a, a, a for a younger, a younger um, viewership. Uh, it's kind of it's about a social media personality, um, kind of like the Logan Pauls, you know, of the world. That you know, like, what else can they do? What adventure can, is like? What's enough? You know, what's what's the ultimate thing that they're seeking? And a group of friends. It's his birthday, and they take him to Moscow to like to go to an escape room. It's like, he's like, you know, everyone's, it was kind of a throwback to our first movie. And he's like, everyone's been to an escape room. You know, they're old. Like, it's like, yeah, but this is more of an interactive escape room. Like, you don't know what's real. And that's kind of the tone of the movie. You don't know what's real and what's not. And, you know, the consequences of social media and how far do people really go. And I think it really, um, it really sent a message, you know, uh, to again, to the, the YA viewers as well, just to, you know, these things that we look at every day, you can't become totally obsessed with. And like you brought up, you know, TikTok and all these things where it's people, they become obsessed with it and getting the likes and getting the, the numbers and, and the views. And it's like, you've got to, you know, really appreciate life. And I think that movie, you know, it gave that balance of, of you know, there's that horror aspect to reality, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. You, your writing sounds amazing. I love it. I love it. You know, cause, um, cause yeah, everyone's like, yeah, well, follow I, me, yeah, follow I me. I didn't write that. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, you produced that write, one, right? Yeah. It was, it, uh, yeah. Help produce that one, but Will, Will Wernick wrote that one. Yeah. And how do you say Will's last name? Will's, um, yeah. So, uh, let me just see. Wait, uh, do we have you back? We're having a little technical. Um, yeah, so we we're talking. Yeah, there you go. So Will's last name, um, John. Yeah, uh, is Will Warnick. Warnick. Will Warnick is your director, right? Yeah, he was director and he also wrote that film as well. Um, and then we did after that, we did, um, you know, the pandemic hit and we were trying to figure out like what you know what what we can do like what what project we can work on and i had this idea um have you ever seen the movie very bad things i haven't seen it but it sounds very interesting very dark <laughs> pretty much <laughs> very it, it, scary. Yeah, it's, super, it's super dark from like you know it's from the late 90s peter burke um did that film and you know john favreau's in it it's about a group of guys that go away for a bachelor party and i just kept going back to this idea that um you know you you watch these movies and everyone yells at the screen and it's like if if everyone just called the cops or if everyone just got out of the house like everybody would be fine you know but it's always like oh you know we got to cover this up or we can't call the cops because you know and it's like no you absolutely should um and so I, it got me thinking about this idea that you know this this is how safer at home came to be um i was sitting in the kitchen and, and i was like you know like what if because we, we were all in lockdown you know during <laughs> during you know pandemic and 
like again there was riots going on in LA and you know there's a curfew you know at the, the time out here as you remember where it's like everybody had to be back in their house at talk about the like fires eight. down <laughs> the streets not. down the street like Melrose like there's um the guards the National Guards you're walking by and you're like yeah. holy cow the National Guard yeah and uh, thanks there were Tanks on, on Hollywood Boulevard, and, and that's where I was living close to you at the time, up in Beachwood Canyon up there. And, you know, we were just, we didn't know, again, as, as creatives, it's like, what do you do? Um, and, you know, everybody had to be in their house, and, and again, there was, you, there was no set to shoot on. So we had this idea, I came up with this idea um, that, you know, like, well, what if it's a group of friends, you know, having, celebrating a birthday party, and, you know, they they mail each other like party favors and, and things like that and they all decide they all decide to like hey like let's let's take this like little pill like to really have fun like you know they're supposed to be in vegas so they kind of bring vegas to them over zoom you know they're trying to make the best of, of a bad situation and the movie like you know we don't um we don't focus on you know the anybody getting sick or anything like that it was just strictly of a, a birthday party that happens during the pandemic because that's all everyone was doing over you know like over zoom like baby showers like wedding shower like everything it was happening over zoom so we're like, you know i was like let's just do that birthday party and you know something something goes wrong i won't give too much of the away what happens but something goes wrong uh during that zoom birthday party and then it's like you know a screen film of like how do we what do we do how do we make this okay um and it was it was pretty wild shooting that you know, we, we, we had to sync everyone's audio together at, at their home. We had to drop off, you know, their walkies and their, and their uh, microphones. So they, and we had to teach them how to put it and hook it all up themselves. And the actors were, were real troopers because it was so different for them too, to be you know, doing this type of movie. And um, again, during this, these times of, you know, no one could be touching each other, you know, like nobody could be really interacting. Um, you know, it, it was, it was wild, but it, at least you know we we made we made a film during that time which you know a lot of people didn't know what to do and and it's always you know when when you're stuck in that moment i feel like that's when creative juices starts happening too um so yeah it, it was a wild film that we did <laughs> and then voltage picked that up and then hulu picked that up um and you know we're super proud for, for, for what we did Oh, it sounds amazing. Safer at home. And I, I'm glad that you're creative. Yeah, because that's how that's how I was doing it. And like you said, like when you were starting your writer group with your friend, the director will like um, people didn't show up. And I remember like, let's do YouTube. Let's do YouTube. And no one showed up. And then I go, OK, let's do podcasts. Let's do podcasts. And no one showed up. So I had to learn it myself. And during the lockdown, you're like, OK, I'm by myself with my dog going stir crazy. So I just I learned how to do podcasts and I never knew that anyone would listen to the podcast because, you know, when you're not on TV, you're not on film. Like, is anyone going to listen? And the next thing I know, my kids podcast Enchanting Book Readings takes off and it's now top one percent globally. So but wow. I, it's a lot of hard work because I was I had to write, direct, produce, uh, you know, yeah. edit, which I'm not a professional editor and adding the sound and I had to learn how to do voiceovers and and it's a lot of work but I I'm on that comedy side like once again but um I yeah. had I have to tell you John I did do um a, a couple I did the panic with an alien and I shot that up at Beachwood I think I was telling you about 
I was, Amazing. Yeah, my first dolly shot in uh, the Beachwood uh, in front of the grocery store in the little village there up at the top. And I had I love that up there. Yeah, I had permission. Yeah, and, it's Yeah. And then I did Zombie Diaries, the survival games. So I did, you know, do something that I normally probably, that's the closest I think to dark I've ever done. It was more like Blair Witch meets Lost. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, I love that though. That's great. You gotta tell me about that idea. Yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> and I and I even did um well, this is before the pandemic, but I did Recipe for Love. It was like a date blind show. Um, I was the original on that, cool. but um yeah, but I'm I'm entertaining the kids, which um that was the biggest thing because like I was by I was I was by myself what my my mom's and she's stuck in it she was stuck in Florida because she couldn't go back to Italy. I'm by myself here with just my dog and like, it's, it's really, it was really hard for a lot of people. A lot of people got depressed and, um, but those that yep. some people just said, I'm going to create and create, and you actually executed and made a film and you figured out how to make a film. So all the kudos to you. I mean, and, and your stories are so fantastic that I'm going to be definitely peeking at them. And, and that's yep. such a beautiful thing. And, um, cause a lot of people are still weird about like getting in contact with people, even if they have like the shots or the vaccines or like, okay, you also got to get tested as well. And you're like, you're like, <laughs> it's like, when does it ever end? But, um, we had a lot of, I mean, that, that team, my, uh, my producing partner, Bo Youngblood, she was, she was amazing. Um, on that as well and, and she's her and i we own um showdown productions as well it's our company but um yeah that you know you're only as good as as, as who you're working with and and she really stepped up on that that whole movie um to really help um she 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 wore so many different hats <laughs> you know um it wasn't just a producer uh it's you're doing everything at that point you're doing you're writing you're design. directing you're your own pa your own script supervisor your own uh you know catering service oh my gosh so yeah absolutely the one so it was, uh, yeah the one advantage on a podcast was like whoa i thank goodness they don't have to see my my dark roots because i need a high i need my hair highlighted so bad <laughs> <laughs> it looks great uh, it. It looks so um, but, so um, you start your, your company when did you did you start your company with Will the showdown productions or was that later after the films were successful no I um. so my company I have is with Bo Youngblood uh, showdown productions um, we we are developing we're, we have a, a slate of films potentially happening later on this year and then 2023 which is some exciting news as well oh um, will and i are, yeah we will and i have become more of a creative partners and, and you know we we're good friends number one and you know we we work on stuff together we, we pass scripts back and forth um you know and it, when it, when the sort of project makes sense you know sometimes we all try to work together um and we do we have we have a couple of other projects we have a billiards uh, detroit movie that Bo and I are producing and Will's directing. That should be happening in October. Um, nice. More, yeah, more casting news uh, to come with that. And that's kind of like a, a bringing up Goodwill Hunting. That's kind of a Goodwill Hunting set in the uh, Detroit background. And, um, Ooh. Like a pool. It's pretty good. It's uh, really excited about that to do more of a, you know, coming of age uh, drama. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be really fun. Um, and then we have another project, uh, Bo and I are producing, uh, along with, um, East End Productions, uh, Carol Middleton, um, 
And also, give me one second. Uh, sorry. Uh, so yeah, Bo Youngblood, Carol Middleton, uh, Maya Glickman, um, and Bria Grant is supposed to be directing that as well, who, who did Torn Hearts for Blumhouse. Oh, excellent. And then are are you able to share of your um your your recent film Torn Hearts? Is that coming out? Um that's gonna be from Bloom that's from Bloomhouse, right? It comes out well, it comes out May 20th. Yep. And it's starring Katie Seagal, Alexis Lemire, Abby Quina, and that's directed by Bria Grant, right? Yeah, yep, absolutely. Do you um, yeah, we shot that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we shot that in New Orleans, um, which was, you know, in the dead of summer, which was, I love the city, but let me tell you, it gets pretty damn, <laughs> pretty damn hot. Um, you know, I, you, you bring this whole suitcase for being there for about two and a half months and you just wear your t-shirt and your shorts every day. And you're just like, you, you surrender to the heat. Um, but yeah, Torn Hearts, it, it's super exciting. Katie, uh, Katie Seagal, as you mentioned, is our, is our lead. It's about uh, two up and coming uh, female country singers and their idol uh, is Katie Seagal. You know, she's kind of uh, kind of like a Dolly Parton. You know, she, she was a big like 90s, uh, like late 80s, early 90s country music singer. Uh, she had this group with her sister and um, her sister, like who was like you know the the blonde, very uh, you know charismatic. She was kind of the more the front woman of, of the of the group. Um, all of a sudden, disappears, and there's a lot of talk in town about you know what happened and, and it, like what happened to this woman. And but the two girls, uh, Alexis and Abby, they you know Harper Dutch is their their idol so they need to they want to go meet her and they they go to her house they get her address they knock on the door and she's become kind of like this recluse like no one's really seen her uh for a long time and they're so excited you know to meet their idol and all of a sudden things go horribly wrong <laughs> did they knock uh, at 12 midnight by any chance <laughs> yeah right it's 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 it has a misery factor to it um Ooh, i love I, misery I don't, I don't even know if the kids have seen yeah. misery that was a good one yeah i don't want to give too much away like that's all the thing right I know. so be very candid about what i can say um but it's super exciting i think you know it's a it's a great ride uh there's a lot of twists and turns and i, I don't think the audience gonna, is going to be expecting the ending to be honest with you um but that's also you've never really seen i don't think katie uh in the character like this before and i'm such a huge katie seagal fan uh just in general you know uh, um, her playing Gemma on sons of anarchy and and obviously the married with children was just amazing but you know there's there's very few actors who can do so much without saying nothing you know just from an expression on their face and i feel like those are the great those are the greats those are the great ones and that's that's why she's had the career that she's had um because when she gives you that look in this movie, <laughs> you better you better start running. Oh, man. We love movies in the Big Easy. My dad is from Louisiana. My last name is Bear. So we love New Orleans. Uh, we And, like, uh, it's such a f fun city to walk around. It's such a walkable city. So fun. Like, making your own perfume into the coffees and the beignets and all the architecture. So you must – that must have been a great backdrop, too, for the movie. 
yeah that was beautiful and yeah we were you know just like all like you like you mentioned all like just the historical areas there and it was it was gorgeous it really is yeah and all the fun partying and all the like mardi gras stuff that you get um it's not, <laughs> yeah like um I actually managed um, Joey Segal, Katie Segal's brother, and he he oh, wow. he play he does um, he plays he does a Nixon impersonation, and he was in the movie that Nixon movie, and he's an incredible right. actor too. He's a very incredible actor. So okay. if you ever need him for a film, let me know. I'm a direct dial to Joey Segal, Katie's brother. So I thought that was really cool. I wonder I if they, I wonder if they've ever been in a movie together. Maybe maybe you can write something for them. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that'd be, I'm surprised. Right here, we're brainstorming. <laughs> and she was so great, like, again, just to, just to work with. And um, she was just perfect for that character. Uh, yeah, she was, she was fantastic. I mean, that is the hardest thing, though, too. You know, I think people don't realize when, you know, we are still, like, the sets are still, you have to wear masks and PPE and shields and, Especially when you're shooting, it, it, it does take that magic. Yeah, it must be hard, especially those uh, those um, very very high temperatures to shoot a film in. Um, we we lost some in, uh, internet, so I'm gonna just talk till um, John comes back. I'm good at blabbing and blubbering until he gets back. Are you back? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. So uh, John was talking about on the set, and, and New Orleans was very very hot especially the humidity back there um you had to wear the mask and so that makes it really hard to do uh, john i actually filmed up beachwood canyon when i was telling you that it was like 90 so past 90 degrees when we we're filming um actually up at the the lake hollywood and um and we had like the alien crash landing so we had the um the guys in the the lab you know like those coats the plastic uniforms yeah. from head to toe with the mask so I guess I was pre-masked. We all had masks on, but one girl almost fainted. So here I am directing and producing. And then I had to go in her place because there's three people carrying the dead alien body and they were in the yellow hazmat suits. And it was 90 plus degrees and we had the face goggles and everything. And uh, it was all three girls were able to make it, but the one guy just couldn't do it. But I remember how hot and you're sweating and your hair was just like, and of course I have a yeah. photo of that where I looked just, just not, not the, the best look. It was just like, <laughs> yeah, we were all drenched. Yeah. You know, it's like when, by the time you're done and you have, you know, again, you have the shields, you have the mask and it's just, you're, you're in this heat, you can't avoid it. And it's, it's a lot. And it's also like, you know, it's so impersonal because, you know, one of the most, uh, I think amazing traits that anyone could bring to set is just, you know, what a smile can do, you know, uh, specifically when you're on set and you're working long hours and not to be able to see anyone's face and just kind of, you know, that's, a smile can mean everything's gonna be okay guys like we're, we're right there and, and to not to be able to even share that is yeah. was difficult like you know? your your expression is is locked and then also you had like a lot of people had the um the shields over the eyes as well so even though it's see-through yeah. it's it's um yeah yeah it's a lot but luckily we you know we were able to go to work and, and do what we all love to do and and uh you know that's that's all you can really think about you know during the the time of shooting like that but did anyone share any funny stories in New Orleans? Did you have some good stories? Um, like any any kind of adventurous things you'd like to share? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the whole the whole well, Bree and I, uh, the director, we we both 
you know, we flew in and we had to go on uh, scouts and location scouts, you know, and everybody had, you know, these raincoats on and, and umbrellas and, you know, but it wasn't raining. Like it wasn't, you know, the weather was fine. And, and we were like, we're going to be fine. We left the office for, you know, our, our t-shirts cut to 20 minutes later. We drive out there. It's months. It's just starts pouring rain. We just look like the outer, you know, out of towners that were like, you know, you had your locals and everybody that works on in production. That's like, you know, prepared for because the weather changes in the snap of a fingers. It's, but we just looked at each other like, yep, yeah, well, we're the, we're the we're the ones that just got off the plane from LA and now we're sitting here drenched and everyone else has umbrellas. But uh, another one was we were shooting a scene where uh, Katie is sitting at the uh, the dining table um, with our other two leads and she gets up fast and just throws this plate of food across the uh, the dining room and smashes against the wall. So watching her do that five times and the last time, you know, she, she sat back and she just, we were all looking at the monitor because this, you know, her, her scene was so great and she didn't stop and she just kind of sat down and she just started laughing hilarious. And it was like, fuck, that was fun. You know, and it, there's moments like that, that you just go like, this is our, this is our job today. You know, we're watching Katie Seagal, you know, in this amazing character, throw these plates of food across the dining room you know, just smashing into the wall. I mean, she did that like six times and we had a lot of fun moments like that on set. And there's a bowling scene where, you know, she's throwing this bowling ball down, uh, you know, and it just smashes into like all these empty wine beer bottles. Like it, it's just so much fun. Like the set really was fun. Oh, that's an like, incredible script. And like, I love the, all the details of it, like the bowling ball through that. Cause like when you're writing, it's so fun to, to write the specific details and make it come to life. And, and you sound like you're, you, you really have your characters. They're like sophisticated and like, you know, I think people need those meat and potato type of films where they're like, it's character oriented, right? Would you say it's character oriented too? Yeah, absolutely. And, and Rachel, uh, Collar Croft, she wrote the, the screenplay, um, and and again, when when Blumhouse approached me with the script, in, in just after reading it, I was I was so in. I haven't read anything like that in so long. Where you have this, you know, this country music Nashville setting, where you know all of a sudden we're thrown into this cat and mouse, so to speak, game in in this contained house where it's like, what is happening? <laughs> you know, it, it was so fun, and you, you you actually like you saw the characters jump off the page, and you could you know you started visualizing who you wanted to see um play these roles you know um so it's it's all in the writing and, and rachel did an amazing job uh to bring bring that story to life and then uh do you want to share anything about Bre brea's um directing or how she captures those things for our audience because they always love those little tips yeah she, um you know brea she she's super number one she's super collaborative um we were there for prep and you know just sharing ideas um but you know she 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 was so prepared and and that's the thing i think with um any great director like the preparation you know leading up to the first shot and she had her own soundtrack that she made that you know she shared with us she had her own like you know directorial like lookbook and, and the colors and, and the palette that she wanted to use and she wanted to like really focus on like the pinks and you know make it fun and, and again like that's even with our, our poster that came out uh you know the the torn hearts is, is it's it's got that great pink kind of neon look um and again the, the movie you know it, 
it's just the whole tone is 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 from what she had in her mind right from the beginning again even from the music and uh just just talking with our costume designers and she wanted it to look fun and wanted to look big you know um but also capturing that like the heat you know this is this is like a, this is supposed to be a hot kind of uh horrors type of film you know you there's so many elements that you, you would want to capture and she did that so precisely um and just dealing with, like watching her dealing uh, and talking with the actors and and just really um she created a, the work environment and as a leader you know she really did um and she was again just going back to the preparation um she knew what she was doing and what she wanted to shoot each day so now did you have any cool film shots that you want to share because we you know any moving shots that um that add to the that fear factor oh. or that dark factor oh, yeah absolutely so there's i mean my favorite one of my favorite shots is you know it's the opening it's, it was part of the opening where we see uh we first introduced katie um you know the girls call her house on a on a um on like the microphone you know like the and and then she uh cut to her like walking down the stairwell and we reveal her for the first time and it's like this oh my god moment where <laughs> katie you know we first see katie walking down the stairs and we introduce her or like oh like she's she, she's this presence you know um another one is with she had like when when katie grabs the shotgun out of her bedroom and she's chasing the girls it's also in the trailer um you know through the hallways and, and just blowing holes in the wall all over her house it, it just it's it was amazing it was so much fun well check out torn hearts and we had john i already thank you so much for coming on the show today Thank you so much for having me.